Welcome to the Gay Man's Life Coach Podcast, the podcast for high-achieving gay men who have gone to therapy, want to feel better, and get exactly what they want in life. I'm your host, Harvard Law-trained founder and life coach, Jonathan Herzog. Today we're talking about the three steps for achieving any goal you have and why sharing that goal publicly is one of the best things you can do. Why talk about your goals out loud in advance, your biggest dreams, your wildest imaginations, the things you want for yourself? Well, it's a bit counterintuitive because we've been socialized and taught to keep those things to ourselves, to keep them secret. In part because our industrialized education system, our culture, rewards and incentivize, frankly, mediocrity. Performing at the median, at the average, it's how the system is designed. The educational system doesn't want to create exceptional cases. It doesn't want disobedience. In fact, it was designed to create machine-like humans who can produce widgets uniformly and consistently without exception. So it's no surprise we've been taught to keep all these big dreams, these goals we have, secret. And I grew up drinking the same water as you all, thinking, well, in order to make it possible, in order to get that goal done, you have to keep it to yourself, right? Don't let it out until you've achieved it. I remember back in the high school years, this was really pronounced around the college application process and all the secrecy around it. I look back and realize that this tool, the idea of keeping your achievements or goals secret, may be helpful in the context of zero-sum games where someone has to lose for someone else to win. But almost everything that matters in life is actually a positive-sum game, which means when you win, I win. When you create value, there's more value created for the world. It just ends up being this limited set of artificially human-created games, say, like the antiquated college admissions process or part of existing politics, where it's a zero-sum game. Someone wins for someone else to lose. When it comes to creating wealth, making all the money you want, creating the relationships, your dreams, meaning the love of your life, the business that you want, the impact and service you imagine you can have in the world, all these things are positive sum. The value you create helps and creates more value and more opportunity for other people. One of the biggest secrets, if you want to get anything done, say you want to meet the love of your life, make that million dollars, get that book published, is tell everyone about it. Speak about it publicly. Why? Well, there's a fair bit of research to this effect. The external accountability of just verbalizing this goal gives it legs. Putting it out there, saying it to other people, makes you more likely to follow through on your commitment to yourself. So, in entrepreneurship, when you're starting a venture or a non-for-profit or what have you, people will come back in and check on you and be like, hey, how's that startup you were going to go do? Or that nonprofit, or that cause or that campaign? They'll come checking in on you. That thing you talked about, that thing you were so excited about, how's that going? So you can actually leverage other people around you as social reinforcement in a way you want, in a way that works for you. Another reason is that when you open yourself up and you share that dream vulnerably, you open yourself to possibilities, to connections, the things you wouldn't have otherwise imagined possible. When you share it with other people, you allow for the collision of ideas, of people, of concepts. 
So let's say you are looking to get married. If you tell people you're looking for your future husband, you're looking to meet that guy, maybe that person has a best friend or a brother or a cousin or is part of a networking group or what have you, has some wisdom, advice to share. You would otherwise close yourself off from their insights, from their possibilities, their network to get that thing done. So I'll share a personal example. My boyfriend and I, we decided to be, to apply to be on the next season of The Amazing Race. And I think he told me there were like 80,000 applications for something like 11 or 12 spots, right? <laughs> so the thing is, by putting this out there, by sharing this, we have just dropped that possibility and opened ourselves up to the likelihood of more collisions, of more conversations. Looking at you, Jesse from CBS Casting. <laughs> so one thing leads to another and whatever dream or goal or impossible thing you have you want to achieve, when we share it out loud, we first get to hear that ourselves and create the external accountability and the possibility of bringing in others to the fold. So one of my uh, mentors and coaches, she talked very publicly about her goal to make $100 million a year in her business. Last year, she made $42 million, and she is on track to make more than that. Now look, she hasn't yet made $100 million in a year in her coaching business, but she talks openly and proudly and shares publicly about that goal, that version of who she's becoming. Catch this. This has also helped her become the kind of person that makes $100 million a year in her business because she's also incorporating this into her marketing and her selling and think about the clients and the students she attracts. Let's go. We're going in that direction. That's where that train is going. It's going to $100 million and everyone is invited to hop on board before it leaves without them. So, so many people have a money goal or a business goal or a relationship goal. And for one reason or another, a lot of the unquestioned social programming we have, we keep it to ourselves. We, we think we're protecting ourselves, we're keeping ourselves safe, or that we're even making it more likely to happen so that other people won't compete with us or take our idea. If you dig a layer deeper though, it's most often driven by a fear a fear of proclaiming it publicly and being publicly humiliated, embarrassed, and the feeling of shame. But think of this. The only reason it would feel like death, that public humiliation, is because of a story you would tell yourself. The story, the thought you would believe that I failed, I'm a fuck up, that people are judging me, that this is terrible, I shouldn't have done this, creating the experience of the physical sensation of regret or shame or embarrassment or humiliation. All these feelings would be choices you would choose to indulge in, basically just like choosing to punch yourself in the face. So here's the thing. What if there was this one dream, this one impossible goal, this one thing you wanted for yourself and for your life? All right, you've thought about it, but can you get it really specific, really concrete? Listen carefully, pick a number. Say it's a million dollars by the end of this year. Pick a specific goal. Don't let yourself indulge in the abstraction 
make it super concrete. Meet the love of your life by the end of this year. Pick the thing you want, pick the what, and then pick a when and love your why. It is that simple. Pick your what, pick a when, and love your why. So let's say the what, the thing you're deciding on, and how do you decide? You just decide. You just pick one of the things you want. Let's say that'll be a million dollars by the end of the year. Now you gotta decide by when, right? This helps constrain and focus the mind to get you to deliver and get all your shit to come up. Otherwise, we just float and indulge in confusion. So let's say again, we're sticking to this million dollar goal, super specific, super concrete. By when? Well, by the end of this year, by December 31st, 2022. And why? Gotta be super fucking clear about your why and love your reasons because you get to evolve, because you get to become the kind of person who creates millions of dollars in value and serves your clients at a higher level, because you get to see what's possible as you grow and serve at that higher level. All right, when you clear on your what, you're clear on your when, and you love your why, everything falls into place. This is how you get anything you want done in three simple steps. It's like the secret of the universe. Now I know what you're thinking, because the thing we get caught up in, the thing we, our primitive brain likes to offer us is the how. How do I get that done? How do I get the math to work? How do I know that's possible? How do I actually meet the guy? And we map on our past experiences to tell us why it's not possible, why it's not available to you. In fact, we metabolize other people's limiting beliefs about ourselves in our own voice. So it sounds like a statement of fact. This is a rock, this is a tree, and love is not available to me. This is a rock, this is a tree, and I can't get the money I want. And when you do that, you deprive yourself, you strip yourself of the possibility of your life and of your dream coming true. Okay, so here's the thing. Once you've decided and landed on your what, there is no perfect decision, there is no right answer here. There is one that you decide and you make right and you make perfect by following through on your commitment and having your own back. So once you've decided, hey, I'm going to be the CEO or the VP of something or other, I'm gonna be a founder, quantify it, make it specific, don't let yourself spin. You need to answer the question, how will you know when you've achieved success? How will you know when you've hit your goal? So that could be, I'm going to serve 1,000 homeless people in my nonprofit. That could be, I'm going to alleviate this medical condition for 10,000 people. I'm going to teach 435 people this skill. I'm going to make $10 million. I'm going to have three children by 2030. Whatever it is you set, whatever realm of life, it's the same process. Pick your white, pick your what. Get specific, get clear, quantify it. Pick your when, by when is it done? and love your why, love your reasons for it. Once you've done this, one of the key to picking your when is actually adding it to your calendar. Whatever calendaring system you use, add it in and it's as good as done. The first thing you have to do to achieve any goal you want is to believe and know it's possible. Then you have to make a decision and decide what it is you want. We wanna pick one impossible goal, one impossible dream at a time, so we apply constraint 
and focus our mind, focus our energy toward achieving that goal. When we decide the what and we apply the by when, by the end of this calendar year, we put that date on our calendar and we love our reasons why, we now have left the station. And we get to never re-entertain this and have our own back the entire way. Now here's the thing. Let's say December 30th comes and you haven't met your future husband yet. Or let's say December 30th comes and you haven't hit the million dollars in revenue yet. Well, what do you do? We've been taught, again, in our failure-averse, punitive educational culture that you just give up on the thing entirely, especially since you haven't shared it with anyone, so it's just a quiet shame, a quiet burning out of the dream you never lit. We keep that secret because shame likes to keep things secret and that embarrassment with ourselves of the failure, the failure story that we tell ourselves. So what do you do? Do you give up on the goal? No. Do you believe it's just not possible that the love that you want, the family that you want, the money that you want, the impact that you want is not available to you? No. You say, well, it's not over until it's over. First, if your goal is by the end of this year, do not talk to me about it not being done until 11.59 p.m. on December 31st. Do not indulge in that doubt and re-entertain the story of it not being available to you. Now, let's say the clock strikes and it becomes January 1st of 2023. And you've hit 890,000 instead of the million. First of all, you get to choose to extend the timeline because the point is not the goal. The point is not the million. The point is not the husband. The point is not the kids or the business or the title or the position. The point is who you get to become along the way. The point is not whether we compete in the amazing race this season or the next, whether we win the amazing race this season or the next, but it's who we got to become along the way. And this isn't bullshit. It's literally everything. If we just look at that example, right, of us applying to the amazing race and thinking about who we got to even become, we got to see and connect and have the experience of first deciding together and getting excited about this possibility learning from each other about how we would approach it, how we'd approach these kinds of odds and this kind of experience. We got to learn so much about ourselves and our dynamic and our relationship and have fun in the process of submitting that. We got to learn and discover about our wants and desires and who we are as people and the kind of people we'd like to become just in this decision. All of our power comes from making decisions, setting them down, writing them, picking the win, and following through on them. We just decided we're going to do it, and we're going to win the amazing race. Again, you don't control the how, and you don't always control the timeline. You do decide, however, what it is you're pursuing, by when you're going to aim to deliver on that goal, and why it is you're pursuing it. So, what we often do, what we often get confused about is we set these abstract goals, right, with diffuse timelines. Like, I'm going to work or toil until I'm financially free or until I'm financially secure, right? You don't name a number. You don't actually figure out what that means. You don't name a date. You just spin in the lie and spin in the pretend. The confusion of financial security is somewhere out there. Financial freedom is somewhere out there. You don't define it, you make no real progress towards attaining it, and you don't ever get to evaluate and gain awareness about the fact that the freedom and security you're seeking is available to you now. 
because when we, we leave these goals undefined and abstract, we fall victim to the lie that the feeling is on the other side of the achievement. It's not. But when you do this practice, these three simple steps, you pick your what, you pick your when, and you love your why, you get to really see this creature that now has legs, you with that million dollars, you with that husband, you with that home, huh, what is he thinking? What is she believing? How is she feeling? How is he getting up in the morning and why? You start to realize and the results you see with this are insane. You become that person now. It also forces you to bring up all your shit because then you realize you have, hey, five months to start thinking about all the creative high value ways to achieve that goal in one big area, in one meaningful area of your life. So here's the thing. When you think I'm going to feel the pride or the elation or the joy or the excitement when I get that goal, ask yourself, what is it I will allow myself, give myself permission to believe? And often it's something like this. I am secure. I have enough. I'm loved. I have proven myself. I'm successful. I am capable. I'm proud. Now, we have the causality confused. We think we take action and achieve goals and then create the feelings we want. It's the opposite. We create the feelings we want with our thinking and that's what enables you to achieve any result you want in this life by taking the action. Let me repeat that. We think we achieve the goal, the $10 million, and then we get to feel secure and free and confident and proud. No, it is the opposite. Think about anything you've achieved following this illusion. When you cultivate and you get yourself to the place of what is the version of me who has already achieved that? What are they feeling? How are they thinking? And you show up like that today, then the result is as good as done. I am secure. I am safe. I am financially free. I always have enough. I am loved. I am loved. That is available to you now. Your brain does not know the difference. This is like the ultimate life hack. <laughs> it's how you get anything you want that seems impossible, that goes above and beyond what other people prescribe and allow you to dream of. The only thing that would happen when you see the circumstance of the number of zeros in the bank account you imagine you would give yourself permission to feel free and secure about is you would let yourself believe a thought that's already available to you. I am secure, I am free, I have enough. Now, if you aren't aware of this, now you become like one of the many thousands of people who have the millions of dollars and all the zeros in their account and still keep running the same thought patterns on autopilot when they had far less in their account. Creating the panic, the overwhelm, the anxiety, the overspending, and the chase and the pursuit of those dopamine hits that never are enough. That's true whether it's phone sex or heroin or the pursuit of money, the zeros in the accounts, the clicks, the likes, the retweets, what have you. When you believe your emotional well-being is tied to that outcome, first of all, it makes it a lot harder to achieve it because your brain knows that's a lie. And second of all, you feel like shit the entire way. 
how to get and achieve any goal you want in your life, pick something. Make a decision. Pick one thing that you want. Second, decide when you are achieving this thing by and add that thing to your calendar. Make it as good as done. And third, know why you want this goal. Know it, get clear on the reasons why you want this and keep asking yourself why. Well, because that would make me happy, why? Well, because that mean I'd be able to have my own home, so what? Well, then I'd be able to feel secure, so why? Well, because then I feel like I'm cared for, like I'm provided for. I have a home, I have a place to call my own. Well, think about it. The idea that you're cared for, the idea that you have a place to call your own, the idea that you're provided for is available to you now. And it makes it a hell of a lot more likely you'll get that dream goal and you'll follow through on it sustainably. So another mistake, another confusion is that there's some meditative, mindful bliss that we exist in. You're like, okay, well, if I can feel the way I want to feel when I achieve the impossible goal now, then what's the point of even pursuing it? And it's like, yes, you could go live and deprive yourself of all material possessions, live in the mountains and achieve nirvana, like sheer bliss. What we're saying though is you can have both. You can have the peace and bliss that you've been depriving yourself of now. And you can go achieve these impossible things in the world with real humans, with real relationships, with real money, with real results and impact for the world around you. You get to have both. Pick something, set a date, put it in your calendar, it's as good as done. Never re-indulge, never re-entertain that decision. Never choose to punch yourself in the face and believe it's not possible and not available to you. That timeline is never done until, let's say it's a goal for the end of this year, December 31st, 11.59 p.m. Once the clock changes, it's 2023, you get to reevaluate and redesign and choose to just extend your timeline and reflect on who you got to become. So you made the 890,000 and not the 1 million in the five months that you set out. Okay, give yourself an extra month and see how you would never have reached those heights if you hadn't decided with certainty on your what and your when and your why. The person you get to become in this process starting today will blow your mind. The level of service and impact and the creation, the value you provide for yourself and the people around you will blow your mind. So that's it. That's how you get any goal done. Pick a thing, decide when, love your reasons, and get it done. listening to this podcast, you have to check out The Gay Man's Life Coach at jonathanherzogcoach.com. It is the community of gay men transforming their lives to feel better and get exactly what they want. Join us at jonathanherzogcoach.com and book a one-on-one -on -one consult today. And if you have one minute, it would be so awesome if you could leave a review on this podcast so we can help spread the word and help more gay men. See you soon.